0: We're back, baby!
1: Bronzy! We're back. <laughs> <laughs> bronzy, bronzy, bronzies. Hello, hello. Hope everyone's doing absolutely wonderful today. We certainly are. It was a late night last night, but we're at it anyways. No complaints. <laughs> we're, we're feeling spry and awake. So, But thank you all for, for tuning in today. You got Zach here on the uh, north end of the table, and then across the way from me on the south end of the table, we got Dougie Fresh. Yo. And we are absolutely delighted to have with us the boys of Knighted. We've got Mark and Evo, gentlemen. Thank you both so much for joining us. Hey guys. <laughs> hello. Hey, hey, hey guys. doing absolutely wonderful. Doing great. So, so stoked to talk to y'all. Y'all have a, have an interesting vibe. So it'll be, it'll be cool to kind of get into the, into the, into the, the grid of what y'all got going on. But first question, because we always like to ask people this, what music have y'all been listening to as of late? What bands, what artists, what genres, what's been kind of going in your, in your ear holes?
2: Should I start? Have at it, (laughs) Eva. Well, I mean, I'm a I'm a streaming streaming guy, so I listen to Spotify, and um, yeah, on Fridays, or I always listen to the release radar of Mm -hmm. Spotify, and I just I just listen to mainly like the metal playlists on Spotify. So, uh, I would say my f- s- most heard song is the new Decapitated song. You know, you know Decapitated. I don't know if I've
0: heard of Decapitated. Yeah, yeah.
2: I don't know that I've heard that new song though. I, th- I think it's. I think the song is called "Just, just a Cigarette." C- I might take a note of that. Yeah, just a cigarette. <laughs>
1: Decap-
2: <laughs> yeah, that that that's like my main. Go-to sound and yesterday there was this uh, Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, do you know this? I heard about that. Probably not. Eurovision, I it's... only
1: know about because of this Will it's like... movie. <laughs>
2: but but yes, I'm, I'm familiar. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's just basically like a TV show in Europe, and like like bands or pop music from all around Europe are uh, con- are uh, together at a mm-hmm. contest. And this is every year, and it's like a big spectacle. And like every year, just some random uh, uh, country wins, mainly because of political Mm. reasons. So uh, like yesterday, Ukraine won with their Uh best song. But like obviously they won because there's so much, you know, like, uh, uh, how do you say? yeah yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah so but yeah. that's awesome though. i so i've been listening to my understanding that's yeah.
1: like a huge deal over there so that's like i don't know i just eurovision yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's huge <laughs> it yeah, is yeah. that's so cool yeah <laughs> and it's and and it sounds like that's probably got a lot of influence and I, i'm sure like the like the style of music that that encompasses the very kind of electronic driven and whatnot. Oh, like the same way that metal music it's like you know you can't really pigeonhole it into like one specific subgenre of metal it's like all these different all these different genres within metal and electronics kind of the same way but it's mm. it seems like uh it seems like a lot of that influence influence has kind of made its way into the music that that y'all make per what we've heard is that is that correct
3: i think that's pretty much correct yeah i mean uh uh, well, I, I don't know actually i don't think we are actually that that much of two electro dudes i think we're, we're both uh-huh. metalheads so um but i don't know it, it somehow it somehow sneaked uh, its way into 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 our music actually i don't even know quite mm-hmm. why i think at, at some point we just um talked about what what could we do what could we bring you know to the table that <clears throat> maybe is a bit fresh or is is another approach than then other bands do and um, yeah, I don't know. Somehow we 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 stuck with um, mixing some
0: electronics. Mm-hmm. I love it, dude. I love when metal bands throw electronics in.
1: Yeah, Fuck. honest to goodness, it's it's cool in general how uh, how metal can be so so malleable. And you know, if if say say a a musician likes metal and then likes some other style of music, it's it's pretty. It, it's not easy, but it's like but it's fun to see how people can take those those other influential music styles outside of metal and just pepper them in like i don't know i always kind of talk about like the world metal kind of thing where you have bands like bloody wood who's who's kind of a bigger deal right now where where they have a lot of like very like indian like uh like instrumentation kind of influenced within it and then you have some bands that do stuff like y'all where it's like synthways, and and it's just it's cool where you can have metal plus this and then just have a totally totally different vibe like that new bad omens album dude Mm -hmm. yes yeah so it's just you can
2: it's fantastic, yeah! Uh, man, I love it. I love it. I mean, I played, I I played ten years, or no, twelve years in a folk oh, metal band. Oh shit, dude! <laughs> like prior, yes. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe you guys know Elevate. I don't know if I. Elevate. I don't know if I'm familiar now. All right. Well, no where is? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I played like twelve twelve years in a folk metal band, and then uh, I went this new project, went with a new project, uh, Seller Mm. Darling, which is also like, uh, we are also having a a (laughs) hurdy-gurdy player. So, I mean, this is also like metal with with folk instruments mixed. And now I've made like a complete turn Mm -hmm. to that (laughs) with (laughs) electronic music. And yeah, I think everything kind of works. You just have to know how to implement it you know but i i just love it that's the great thing mm-hmm. about metal i think you can you you can in theory mix everything oh. with it maybe not everyone will like it you know i don't know some people will hate it but that's fine
0: that's fine i that's mean a, can't please everyone but it's still yeah,
1: yeah. there's it works, there's always gonna be know? people that have have their opinions but it's, it's just so cool like to 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 take something and just take take something you like, and then just add some new elements, and just come up with something completely different. And that's really what kind of continues to to expand the the capability of this genre. Otherwise, like I, I know there was a, a period, uh, there was kind of a period in like maybe the 2010s where you had a lot of metalcore bands. Uh, a lot of people were like, oh, this kind of sounds lather, rinse, repeat, and you, you kind of get that actually in any period where, where a lot of bands that are in the same genre might start to sound just hyper similar <laughs>
0: they blend a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And it's like yeah.
1: you, and you really couldn't tell the difference between one or the other. So that's where it really just calls for like for bands to just, even, even if it's just, I guess this is a big thing is like, even if you do like a certain metal style kind of, kind of, fit the formula for that style, but then add like just one new element, then you're already inching like a little bit further away and into new territory. And then if the next band adds just one new element to that, then it's even further. And then before you know it, it kind of just like amalgamates into something completely different. And that's, that's how you get all these cool new styles. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) how did, how did you two connect uh, in in this project, how did how did this this whole thing come to be? Because it, it sounds like you all kind of had some interesting experiences, and then now kind of coming together from here.
3: Well, I was um, I was um, with uh, Evo's uh, uh, re- re- current band with Zelda Darling. I joined them for uh, what was it in 2019 or 18, mm-hmm. something like that, probably. Um, I joined them as a as a live session uh, keyboard player. And went with, you, went, went with them guys on tour and did some. I, th- I think radio show was the first thing we did together, and then we did a tour and some festivals. And I think pretty much uh, the the uh, the, uh, the the first show we played together, we were talking about, hey, why not, you know, do uh, do music together and stuff. And then, but we we let it uh, lay aside for I don't know two three years, until recently or until the whole COVID thing uh, hit. And uh, we sat together and talked about uh, music and influences and what we listen to currently, et cetera. And I think it was the next day when we then wrote each other text messages. Hey, um, probably we should try out, you know, do some music mm-hmm. together. And that's how it started more or less.
1: Yeah. I love it. And and, and it was sounding like the timing was uh, for, for doing any sort of project like this, where it's, you know, two dudes working closely together to to create a sound and kind of, kind of like mostly a, a studio thing with it being very writing oriented versus playing oriented. it's like, we, we've, we've talked at, at great great uh, length with, with different artists on this podcast about how, even though like granted <laughs> COVID, COVID was like a net negative. Uh, but there were a lot of positives in terms of, in terms of people being able to have the, the time and the kind of the buffer zone to be able to be creative in, in these kind of studio scenarios. And it sounds like y'all kind of, kind of took advantage of it in a similar, similar fashion.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with my, I would say main band, Seller Darling, I wasn't touring at that time because, you know, 2020 was, no, was planned to have a, a lot of tours going on. And yeah, I was just sitting at home. Of course I'm working a bit, on the side and i was just thinking yeah i just need to write some music man i just need to write some music it's, it's the perfect thing to do you know when you're stuck <laughs> yeah. at home and uh yeah i mean but but it's also hard to to write music with you know as a band because you can't come together so you you know you have to like do your part at home send it over and someone else is Doing his part, and yeah, I think that that was pretty optimal. Just having one other mm. songwriter, you know, so we could like, it's it's just easier, you know, to to create music with less people, uh, like through internet, mm. than yeah, uh, you know, as a whole band. As a whole band, you need to come together in the rehearsal yeah. room, or you have. Or you have one main songwriter and the others are not doing anything. That's mostly the case, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. It... As, far, as far as I know, from other yeah. bands,
1: it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting thing. Like in, I guess in, it, I guess it depends on the application because it 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 seems like, uh, and and I don't know if this is what what y'all find to be the case, but it seems as though in a in a live like. Not live, as in like a show, but as in like you know, you're in person with with other members to have a full like a full like say four Mm -hmm. or five piece band would be optimal because then you kind of have all the pieces there and available. But then when you're working solely like remotely, it's like yeah, just to have one other one other point of contact instead of having to be like okay, like you on drums like throwing stuff back, especially when it's yeah, yeah, especially when you're not there in the moment, like being able to be like okay, here's this part. And then, and then somebody else in the moment is like, okay, what if we change this about it to have to, to have to apply that same kind of creative process online w- would be absolutely exhausting, you know, <laughs> versus just one other person. So, so it's kind of, it's kind of interesting how absolutely. it's like a full band would work in a, in a live personal setting, but then just to have like two dudes, like, like your setup here is, is perfect for, <laughs> for just the solely creative and, uh, like online process.
3: Yeah. And in a life, in a life personal setting, you know, if you're four or five dudes sitting in a rehearsal room, it it takes up so much time, you know, even when you drop an idea until the, you know, the, the, the drummer gets it. And then the guitar player, you know, it, it, it takes up so much time. I always uh, think that, I think we were much more efficient, just, you know, being the two of us and, you know, uh, dropping each other files uh, through Dropbox or, or whatever. Um, it, it was so efficient, yeah. actually. I mean, it took a lot of time uh, anyway, but still, it, I th- I felt it was really efficient to do it like this. And uh, I think we had a uh, at least another uh, whole batch of songs that we didn't even finish. But there's lots of ideas that that flew, so that was yeah, really cool.
1: That's all, and and actually going going this this leads really well into a, a question that we kind of had in mind uh, before we even uh, you know hit record here. But so so y'all are both out of uh, Switzerland. I don't know, are are you both physically proximal to one another, or d- is there some distance between the two of you to where you never you don't often mm. Switzerland. Yeah, I mean Switzerland is <laughs> <For you guys, laughs> so so, uh-huh. so small. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean I mean we, like, we, we think it, of it is... no, I just was saying we think of it as distance but I think for you guys it's it's nothing <laughs> so we I think we live we live um what is it 30 minutes by car apart or maybe okay. 40 minutes mm-hmm. something like that which for us is already you know oh that's another another state another whatever and I guess for you it's even the same time yeah, yeah me, like so.
0: 4 <laughs> minutes away
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> for, for, yeah. for us to oh, no, right.
0: actually live together for a little while but,
1: yeah <laughs> For us to, <laughs> yeah, for us to go to our local Walmart, that's our 30 minute trek right there. Yeah. But, uh, so, that so, so then it sounds like for the most part, y'all are, you're operating kind of ex- almost exclusively remotely, not, not a lot of, uh, yeah, which is cool. Yes. Cause then it's like whenever inspiration strikes for either, either, either one of you, it's like, okay, just get the idea down, fire it off instead of. Some sometimes sometimes it can be beneficial, uh, just from my playing experience. Sometimes it can be beneficial to like sit down with somebody else and like flesh out ideas. But it what that would kind of require is that like both people are one hundred percent like ready to create and that's and that can be unrealistic. Uh that that that's Yeah. So true, so yeah. it's like in this case it really just affords the opportunity where it's like, okay, whoever has inspiration and an idea from that inspiration in this moment can act on it and then, and then relay it off. So, yeah. So I, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I think like, like
2: the main writing process was always done by um, everyone made it alone mm-hmm. at home, but of course we met a lot like physically, And we had a beer and we just talked, you know, about the song. We just talked what is cool, what could be different, what would be nice to add to the songs, what is missing on Mm. the songs. Of course, we were talking like this, you know, but not the actual writing always happened like, you know, when we had when everyone had their uh, uh, their time, Mm. you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think
3: you can say whenever whenever we met we never did music together it's always you know talking or or, or, uh, you know looking for cool images or videos or anything that we that we think are cool and nice but when when it's about writing music I think we never were together actually.
1: That's really interesting I actually like and and granted it could be for for whatever reason that that kind of works out the way it does for y'all in that regard but I I think I like could see that as being the most effective thing of like foregoing the actual writing process when you are together, and instead focusing on some of these other like kind of accessory things surrounding the knighted the knighted brand that y'all are working on. Because then, one, you kind of build it out entirely, and then two, it's I think it's I think what's more important than like actual uh, like writing capability or create like creative capability is especially when you're working in close, like in, you know, close concert with, with another musician is having the rapport and having the, having the, the chemistry. So the fact that the time that y'all have together isn't strictly allocated or even remotely allocated towards like music creation. And instead it's like, you know, grabbing a beer as you were saying, or, or, or working on some of these other creative things. It's, it's kind of cool. Cause then you, you create that chemistry that can then be applied towards creation, e- even even when you're doing it separately and and apart from one another. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And I, I think this this was also like a process, mm-hmm. of course. You know, we it took like about a year to write all mm-hmm. the songs, and uh, of course, it, of course, it was a process. You know, we we, we didn't we were uh, uh, a lot. Of I would say half a year we were in a searching phase, you know, where we were just kind of trying to, to find the right sound. We we didn't have like the right sound in mm. mind. We just tried and tried and tried and 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 yeah, just found out that that uh, uh, what works best. And uh, yeah, we were. Uh, it wasn't. Well, I think what made, what made it kind of easy is that Mark and I both wrote songs before. You know, it's not the first time mm-hmm. we write songs. I'm writing songs with my main dance or previous bands and Mark does the same thing. You know, like he knows how a song has to mm-hmm. sound. You know, he he's not. He's not only like playing the keyboards, and he only knows the keyboard parts. He knows how the song should sound. He knows the drums. He knows the guitars. He even programs some of my guitars. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, we, which is like really weird because I'm not used to that. Mm. You know, but but it works. It works. I noticed. Okay, he he knows how a guitarist would do mm. that, you know, it, it just knows. And that, and this made everything easier. It wasn't like talking to, like, someone who doesn't know your, uh, your art, <laughs> or your, 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 you know, your mm. instrument. So he, he knows my instrument. And I know his instrument, of course, who doesn't know. Keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, I think that 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 made everything much easier, you know, from the standpoint that we both wrote songs before, and we are both songwriters.
0: Yeah. Makes a huge difference, dude. Y- like yeah, if you honestly. have two people that know what they're doing coming at yeah. something rather than like mm-hmm. sometimes you get the one guy knows what they're doing, and then he's got to walk the other guy through all the shit. It's just like, <laughs> holy shit, dude! It's like, yeah, figure something out here. But
1: if you mm-hmm. have two people,
0: it's like, amazing. yeah.
1: That's yeah. a, that's a massive score just to have. <laughs> did you hear that weird sound just now? Oh, yes. <laughs> but uh, um that actually poses a an ins- like a question for me too where so since you since you both are very very capable in terms of in terms of writing and you're like seasoned at it and just have done it for a while is there any sort of I guess kind of delineation between the roles that both of you take on when it comes to the production process or is it pretty amorphous in like who's doing what?
2: Ooh, uh, I think it. it's it's. I think it's kind of. I mean, we. I can just talk for uh, this mm-hmm. album, which uh, it's eight songs, and I think some songs started from. Uh, yeah, I started writing on them, and some songs Mark started writing, and uh, somehow I would say it's like very even. As you said, mm-hmm. amorphous, or <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, of, of course, I'm like more the riff heavy guy because I'm a guitar player, so my first thing is always the riff. So, but but I, I, I think it works pretty well, mm. I think it's pretty even. Or, what, what do you think, Mark?
3: I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, no, no. I mean, as you said, I think there were even parts where um, I think it was really, uh, what's the word in English, you know, nicely distributed between the two of us. I mean, yes, of course, mm. mostly you wrote the guitar parts, but there were some guitar parts that I, um, you know, like wrote, there were some synth parts that you uh, wrote uh and the drum we kind of did together i think uh on some of the vocals even though you sang them i had you know some phrases and stuff in my head and other songs i just you know didn't contribute anything to the vocals and you sang them or like came up with the idea completely alone so i think it's um i think we overlap in a, in a lot of areas even though we have our main mm. instrument and Maybe yeah kinda of and easy. honestly
1: like that's that's really cool just that that piece that you were mentioning there is is fascinating, in that like you know like even if you're not like the the the, the guitarist or even if uh evo isn't the isn't the synth it's it's it a, a bigger thing than actually that i think a lot of people overlook uh, and and it's easy to overlook i could completely understand it is the the prospect that like the only person that has a say in this instrument is the person that does it that for one. And then two, like what's even more valuable than being able to actually, or probably I'll say equally valuable. What's equally, equally valuable to being able to play a certain instrument is being able to communicate to somebody that knows how to play an instrument, what to play. So like just knowing how to tell somebody, Hey, like I have this idea. I can't translate it into, 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 real sound using this instrument because I don't play it, but here's this idea. You you bring it to life, <laughs> you know, like just being able to communicate it until and to somebody that will be able to to make it happen. Yeah, exactly. I mean uh
3: we've all been in bands where you have, you know, the guitar player who is actually shaped and and you know and <laughs> But he is like in, in on his instrument and you're not allowed to you know to to talk to him about how to play maybe things or approach things because you know he has his, his way of doing stuff and you know not not really listening to the other players and you know just you know soloing over, over mm-hmm. everything i mean uh, i think we've all been there so uh no that was a really uh was really uh not the case <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I had to get used to a little bit used to uh, um, just playing like on on some tracks. I was like trying to find. Well, Mark sent me some MIDI files from uh, guitars he had in mm-hmm. mind. You know, like just do something, do something like this, and on some songs. I just, I just took it like it was, you know, one, one to one. I just mm-hmm. took it and it was kind of weird. I was like, I'm not, at first I was like, a, I'm not playing some fucking midi guitars. That's not, you know, that I have my pride <laughs> as a guitar player. I'm not doing that. You know, I, I'm not playing, you know, That that that's the only thing I can. Play guitar, write guitar, write songs, <laughs> write riffs. I'm not playing a riff a midi riff someone wrote. <laughs> that. That uh, At the beginning, I had one moment in one song where I had to admit that it just made perfect mm-hmm. sense what he wrote, you know? Like, okay, I just have to play it one, one-on-one, exactly like you programmed it. And for, for a second, I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. There was kind of a little bit of overcoming of, of this... I don't know what it was, like a pride, mm. somehow, and yeah, but, but it was fine. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a ego at the moment. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, there's no keyboard player in the world who's telling what, what I'm going to play <laughs> on my guitar, you know? <laughs> which is which is absolutely stupid, <laughs> you know. But but because I've never done it, you know, it was something mm. new. I never. Th- there was a new situation. Mm. But uh, yeah, it, that, that was kind of a good, good lesson for me as well, just to realize, hey, it doesn't matter. You you just have to play what's the best mm-hmm. for the song and not what's the best for your mm-hmm. ego. And this is also something I learned like throughout the years, just to, to that the instruments they, they need to have the place in the song and not, you know, it's not about the ego of, of, of the individual mm-hmm. player. That's it. A- at le- at least that's how I see it. Yeah.
1: That's hundred percent true. There there can they're way too often you'll see people fall into the trap of uh of, you know, like they, they look at it from the perspective of individual musicians making sound together instead of just looking at the, the full sound itself. Well, like and and they'll think too much about their their singular part within this overarching thing. Uh and it's just like if it doesn't lend itself to the to the end result, the end sound properly, then it's like then it's really just somebody doing it for themselves. And and a huge thing, uh, when writing music is exactly what y'all are talking about there, where it's like where <laughs> just being able to to kind of humble yourself to the occasion of uh, here this 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 keyboard player sent me over some midi midi guitar tracks and they're solid <laughs> and, right. and we're, we're gonna we're gonna stick with that you know so that's that's like huge just to be like uh this is something that i was mentioning to to uh hobby from from a uh, vagrant son just recently but it's like knowing how to just determine what's what's uh satisfactory for the song it doesn't need it doesn't need to be like mm-hmm. uh crazy nuts done by like an actual guitarist if if what was there what was created is sufficient for for the part that it's called to to be so so that's that's big just to just to think in that perspective and and thinking of the team instead of the the individual player in that in that aspect
2: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah
1: but but that is is,
3: sorry i think that that is really hard also to to play something simple if it fits the song and not being overly complicated because you know uh you know you have that temptation to you know to to play something that is really complicated i mean uh, you know maybe this is also due to uh when you go on youtube online and you watch you know you can take any instrument and you find you know a three-year-old uh, japanese player who is a master of you know uh of his instrument uh and and you know you're tempted to to over to overplay stuff and to 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 want to make it complicated and very complex even though it doesn't yeah. fit the song and
1: that's super. That's super true. Uh, actually, are y'all familiar with uh, with the band Polyphia by chance? Yeah, they, they just dropped yeah playing Thank God right? so uh, so good. So yeah. so the reason the reason I bring them up yeah. is is kind of a good example of that. Uh, there was a video that Tim Henson, their guitarist, put out or one of their guitarists put out, uh, and it was just the, I think the the name of it was simply like Flex vs Solo and. And he, he kind of AB'd, like, first part of it was was a flex, second part of it was a solo. And the flex was, like, doing the most, like, trying to just be out there, trying to do something super intricated, mm-hmm. super, super complex, super, well, not super, but just distasteful enough for the, the song in question, and then the solo aspect of it, mm-hmm. or, or I think it might have been flex melody, possibly. But uh, the melody side of it was him doing something that was like much more dialed back, much more reserved. But for what was going on, it like made perfect sense. And and that's a huge thing as we live in a like the, the YouTube thing that you that you were mentioning there, Mark, is like we're in such a such a, a, a flex period where people are like it's not good enough to just kind of do something good. It's like you have to go all out. You have to be flashy like it needs to. It needs to be attention getting like in like in the craziest way possible instead of in a, you know, in a slow burn, like slowly, like gradually build up the way that it's supposed to. Uh, yeah. Just us being in this in this flex mindset. Sometimes with less is more. Dude. Yeah. You so, know what I mean? Like
0: you listen to Gojira. Mm-hmm. Less is more. Like yeah. those guys have mastered less is more. It's like 100%. this is what we need. And obviously all of it sounds great, but it's like this is what we need. We don't have to get any crazier than this. And it's still heavy, mm-hmm. still technical. And yeah. It still sounds fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's just, it's just what's what's right, what's proper versus. Right. Too it has much. to fit the song. Yeah. You
0: know what I'm saying? Like, you can make a whole movie out of just explosions. Mm-hmm. We've all seen that. Those movies suck. <laughs> I mean, it's like you got to layer things in. You know, it's like, <laughs> how it works. Like, it, there's, it's called being tasteful. Uh huh. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah. You can only, uh, you can. You can only add too much yeah. uh so much seasoning to something before it before it is just too much. So whole can of garlic on a you know hey, just, just dump it.
0: One pound piece of chicken, you know. It's like, <laughs> you can't have that shit. Yeah. I love garlic. Yeah. But you gotta, you know, you gotta sprinkle it on. You can't just pour it on. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, oh. You can't just go. <laughs> is that enough garlic? <laughs> Fuck, dude. Uh.
1: Who does? <laughs> it's Good stuff, man. It's that so good stuff. <laughs> garlic is <laughs> legal crack. I love garlic. I, I guess. I guess. Speaking of garlic, <laughs> kind of getting like, like it's it's always cool hearing about the the music side, but it's also kind of cool hearing about the life side. So with y'all being from from Switzerland, what what's kind of the culture? What, what like i I imagine there's like interesting kind of cuisines out there, interesting lifestyle in general. Tell us tell us a bit about about just kind of uh normal normal life as as it is out there for y'all.
3: Well, we have McDonald's and Burger King, Uh, if you know that. Oh, yeah. The staples.
1: (laughs) The best. (laughs) Can't go wrong. (laughs) Sorry, we're Americans and we we, we love that shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's convenient and easy. (laughs) A little too convenient. I remember actually what... Yeah. I mean, what's that? Go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, I
2: mean, Switzerland is a very rich country, as Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) And um, I mean, it's nice living here. It's a very beautiful Mm -hmm. country. Probably everyone has seen pictures of the mountains and the cows and the cheese and whatnot. It's really nice. Um, But it's very uh, focused on Mm -hmm. work You know, like, yeah, I mean, we have very high standards with everything. You know, our our social system is very, pretty good, I would say. Our, um, yeah, like poverty, we don't have a lot of poverty here. Everyone has very, very high standards, uh, living standards Mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah, culturally, this also kind of means that everyone is very much leading on working, you know, working all day, working mm-hmm. hard. And I don't know, It's it, probably the same in the U.S., mm-hmm. I don't know. But, but everyone's, like, just focusing on work very mm-hmm. hard, just compared to other European countries, like the Nordic countries are a bit less like that, like, I don't know, Sweden or Finland. I'm half Finnish, by the way, so I know how it is in Finland. They only work like five oh hours a day.
0: That sounds so nice. Uh, <laughs> I that's yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. But but
2: it works. Why, it it, why it just we... works. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well I, I know there have been there have been
1: some things that I mean, kind of indicate to the fact of like when you when you kinda of condense a work work day, like productivity sometimes is seen to to massively skyrocket which which is fascinating because then it's like why aren't why aren't yeah. all of us dead? <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah i think i think i've even read that when you i don't know how, how long you guys usually work like in standard day office jobs in in the us but in switzerland it's you know somewhere between eight and nine mm-hmm. hours a day mostly mm-hmm. let's say but i i think I've, I've, I've read somewhere that you know your productivity is is like five hours max a day mm-hmm. anyway and if you, you know, you can stretch it up to eight hours, but then you have your coffee break or you have your, you know, uh, 45 minutes where you're not really productive, actually, and so on. So I think five, five hours makes a yeah, lot it really of sense.
1: Yeah, like it really does. Because quite fr- frankly, like, that kind of is how it breaks down. Like, you have this, this eight-hour working day, but then, like, you consider, you know, breaks throughout. You consider just, like, times where you need to kind of, like, like – Take a take a second, not be focused on this thing. If you're if you're if you have culture within your work or you're around people, you're just kind of talking to them because because you gotta just be be friendly with people and and kind of communicate versus just work work work. So yeah, by the end, it's like really that's that's all you're really. That's really all your output is <laughs> by the end of it, anyways. So, so yeah, we work the same
0: with higher levels of poverty. That's uh-huh. the only difference between us and Switzerland. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Way
0: higher levels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: but alas. <laughs> um, but yeah, actually, uh, uh, yeah, that's super true. Just where it's where it's just with less time. Uh, there's also what is the name? There's this phenomenon. I forget the name of it, but it's essentially like your your productivity fits the amount of time that you allow yourself your, your output like fills the time that you allow it. So if you allow like eight hours, then it's going to take you eight hours to get something done versus if you only allow yourself five hours. So absolutely, it's like, that's, a, yeah. That's, Makes yeah, absolutely yeah. sense. Yeah. Do, you, do y'all apply anything like that? Like I know we were kind of talking about culture, but d- just in terms of music, uh, is there, d- do y'all kind of put any practice in place when you're writing uh, that are kind of similar to that where it's like, okay, I'm only like I have these ideas that I want to roll with. I'm going to like, you know, set this restriction of this amount of time to to bring to like build this out so much. Do you do you ever play with any kind of practices like that of time restrictions or, or whatnot? Um, I think,
2: like, I just uh, we, we denied it we didn't we didn't have any restrictions at first i mean we just had to find ourselves we have to had to find the sound at first so it was hard it was hard to 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 make any restrictions it wouldn't make sense if if you don't have anything to begin with make
1: restrictions Mm -hmm. that makes perfect sense No,
2: but i think after we made after we wrote a few songs we were thinking okay, let's let's just record these and and, and release them mm-hmm. as an EP or something. But then we thought, hey, we have like five songs, why just not write a few more and then yeah. we have an album? <laughs> you know, makes sense. The people are more interested in albums. I'm also more interested in albums. I'm not having a, anything against EPs, EPs are very nice short fillers Mm -hmm. between albums i really Mm -hmm. like eps but as the first release i thought why not if we have already five songs let's do it let's let's go for it and i think then we did we kind of made like a date we said okay in what would you say in november we're going to the studio november let's do this so we had like five months to go to write three or four more songs. And I think that's the, that's the only restriction Mm. we kind of made. I I feel like. But in terms of. Sorry. uh, sorry, In terms of sitting down and. During the songwriting process, there's no restriction. Mm. But yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm writing for 10 hours a day. I don't know but with a lot of cigarette breaks and coffee and what naturally course, you, gotta, you
1: gotta have those.
2: Some, 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 some an hour of video <laughs> games and then go back to writing. I always need this time, short periods of time off, like half an hour, do something else, come back, listen to it again. Is it shit? Is it good? Is it crap? Or should <laughs> I kill myself? Either or. And, <laughs> and yeah, but but i th- I think that the only restriction is like a date you do for mm-hmm. the album recording that in my experience in my world that's the only time restriction i have
0: mm-hmm. i want to hear more about those videos
2: yeah that's pretty much how it works i mean i
3: mean uh you know writing and finding yourself i mean especially in our case where we did you know uh had to kind of like invent what's the sound of night etc but then also writing songs i don't think we we limited ourselves in terms of time or planning or anything but at some point you have to say okay um probably it's going to be eight songs maybe nine so let's plan a, a date for recording ahead because otherwise in my experience you're never finishing your album you will never you will never do anything you will never you know actually finish it and then it will always stay on your hard disk and then somewhere maybe between your friends and family but that's it i think i think it's nice to towards the end say okay here we have a date let's aim for for that milestone or whatever otherwise you're never finished
1: that's so true and like i follow a bunch of like like gent shit posting and these different these different like channels online where it's they'll make fun all the time of the fact that people like they'll have ideas and it's like oh yeah me working on this idea that I first came up with like 10 years ago right? <laughs> that I yeah. just, it, it'll all come together <laughs> in time. And it's like, you got, you got to just set those yeah. restrictions. Those, those like personal deadlines. That way you actually, that way something actually gets, cause I think, I think too, like, uh, like if y'all are going into the, st- like the studio and, and setting a date that you're going to be going into the studio, a thing that people would, would probably overlook is the fact that like, like you get it, you get it as, as done up as you can like in time for the studio and then and then any of this kind of accessory stuff just happens while you're there like you have a good solid structure in place of, of what you want what you're looking for and even if it's not 100 percent complete those those final pieces the, the glue that kind of brings it all together will 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 come will come into play during that recording process i think people think they need to have it completely dialed in and granted, there are a lot of people that are able to have it completely dialed in by the time they get into the studio, but I think people just need to realize that, like, even if you don't, like, it's better just to have like, you know, eighty-five percent of a of an idea worked out, and then bring it there to like have it get the, the remainder fleshed out. Versus like, I need to get it a hundred percent before I can go and record it. It's like no, you, there's 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 ways to to get that that last piece. <laughs> As an artist, be... there's
2: never a hundred percent. Even better,
1: yeah. There's never a hundred percent. That that that's like, it's like oh, even now,
2: you know, when I listen to the songs, I'm like, I could have done this better, this differently. It's you're never that. There's no mm-hmm. perfection. There's no yeah. perfection. There's always the like behind your head. You you think like okay, but 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 it could be a little better. You at a certain point you just have to accept it. That's time. It's just. You just have to say, it's good enough. It's good mm-hmm. enough for now. Let's mm-hmm. do this. We like it. Let's do this. Because music and taste and everything, it's something that evolves and forms over time, all mm-hmm. the time, every day. So, yeah, yeah there's no perfect, perfection. In
1: and even the eye. thought of like, whatever you wrote and kind of, uh, whatever you like produced here, like even within like three months of, of like finalizing a track in the studio, you can look back on it just from the new influence that you kind of had taken in over that, say three months afterwards and be like, Oh man, I could have like applied all mm-hmm. these cool techniques or ideas or whatnot. it's like better just to, just to, to grow and apply it in the, in the next pursuit than to, than to waste all your, or to spend all of your time trying to, to get the, you know, all of these cool ideas packed into these previous ideas. So yeah, you just do what you can with the, with the information, the tools and the, the knowledge that you have at the time, and then lather, rinse, repeat that, that situation in the studio.
3: Yeah. Also in order to, to, to progress and to evolve musically, I think it's, it's necessary to record something, uh, you know, release it, even though it's maybe as, as Evo says, it's not, you never you never feel it's hundred percent perfect but by uh, recording it and releasing it at least you can then tackle something new and then you know uh, bring, bring something new to the table with new songs etc so I think I think it's necessary to um, to at some point finish something and in order to progress and yeah. also
1: and actually that uh, like a kind of a, a an analogy to that or I guess just kind of a reflection of that. Going back to us talking about like YouTube and and content today, like I think that's one place where where like content creation uh, is doing stuff very right. In that, like the 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 objective with that is to complete something versus and and do it regularly versus versus you know creating the perfect thing. It's like okay, like I, I need to get this video out by this coming week, and then get that out and then I have to get the next video out by the next week or whatever the rotation is because it's better to, to have a completed <laughs> done and out there project than as you were saying, Mark, one that's just been sitting on your, your hard drive for, <laughs> for, for a lifetime <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> better. To, and, and then even in doing that, like uh, people th- like, again, people think that they need to like have this perfect creation. But the thing is, if you have, if you have a bunch of, you'll never have a perfect creation but what you can have is a bunch of improved creations over time from the previous iteration. So, so I think that's, that's how people need to think is just like create like on whatever time rotation you need to, and then learn from that and apply. So yeah, just that's, that's just a big thing I think is create, release, create, release. And instead of trying to make the the absolute perfect thing, (laughs) because that'll never happen. I was even, uh, this is like kind of unrelated to, uh, to recording or anything, but just the, the, the show that, uh, I had last night. I think, uh, Evo, you might've not been on at that point, but had a show last night. And, uh, there were some parts where I was like, okay, that wasn't, that wasn't like clean or like messed this up or whatever. But afterwards I was like, dude, there's literally no such thing as a perfect show. There's no such thing as a perfect, well,
0: everybody's so fucking drunk anyway. They're not going (laughs) to hear it. Yeah. I mean, I, I was working the door at the same game and I was walking yeah. and I was like, holy shit, dude, these people were
1: <laughs> sloshed. Yeah. Yeah, so that too,
0: Yeah, so you to them, you sounded perfect. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, so there's never a, there's never a perfect show. Like even with all the work, there's never a perfect album. There's never a perfect anything and I think that's kind of a uh a relieving uh prospect when it comes to like performance creation, like this that. It's just to, to know that you really there's no reason to apply that kind of pressure and to just keep making stuff so that's that's huge just n- not to expect perfection because that's just silly and unrealistic
2: <laughs> i agree i agree it's, it's very relieving as you said because yeah i think perfection is just and just this aim to have you know we we, we grew up in a capitalistic world where everything needs to be growing you know everything needs to be more 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 even you know better and better what's better than better even better and the next there's always a next step you know that's never like uh, a point where you say okay now it's enough it's fine it's good but i think with art that that's a dangerous zone you know with, with art you just have to Take it as it is, Mm. you know. Take the moment and enjoy it. I think that's the part of art, you know. It's always a a capture of the moment. And the moment is, in my eyes, kind of perfect in itself. Of course, we're getting a bit philosophical now, but that's how I see it. Because the moment is perfect Mm. as it is. And then, you know, I, I try not to rate it as good or better or nicer or worse even me as a musician i'm not sure technically i think i'm maybe stagnating or even getting a bit worse mm-hmm. i'm not sure but, but that's my feeling i'm like close to 40 now and i'm not practicing a lot of guitar at all i'm mainly just writing music and not practice practicing any techniques and uh, but it's fine by me because that's not my goal it's not my goal i it's fine because i just want to grow as a a songwriter but growing doesn't mean to get better you know to make more complicated songs but growing means to me that i'm i'm kind of happy with what with what i do you know with the background with what i've already done with what i've already written mm-hmm. in the past so it's kind of yeah it's, it's it's more about that that's my personal growth and this is important to me and not you know getting better or more perfect and,
1: and sometimes <laughs> it's just a matter instead of like like the way you're framing it is like where it is, someone someone could maybe like perceive it as like the improvement stops however i think it's not that the and and i think this is what you're saying and just to make sure no one else is hearing it wrong but like it's not that improvement stops it's just that it shifts to something else so instead of instead of you now at this point like you know your your vocabulary with the instruments you play at this point is 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 satisfactory to get the job done that you need in the writing process so there's no need to improve on the on the playing aspect because you have that to where you need it at this point you don't need anything above that at this point it's about taking what you have in that and using it to improve what you're doing in this new in this in this other avenue of of the creation process is what it what it kind of sounds like at this point not not all, not a not a, a, a you know a halt to improvement just a, a redirection of where the improvement is coming from
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, you could also say, like, uh, needs come from, uh, your, uh, how do you say, from your, uh, uh, abilities you have, you know, from your, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it kind of depends, uh, what my technical level is, if my technical level would be high, then probably my needs would adjust mm. to that, you know? Yeah. So that that's the question. Sometimes, what's first? Is it the need? Or is it the, the, the mm. level yeah. you have? I think it's like, uh, it's going back and forth. You know, if you if your level grows, then also you need grow if and then when your needs grow your level grows again yeah and, you know because that's back true and forth.
1: It, like it very much in in lockstep with one another the what, what it what's called for as well as what yeah. you're you're capable of so that's a that's a great point actually yeah and my and mine got stuck <laughs> somewhere and,
2: and, <laughs> somewhere into somewhere from 15 <laughs> years ago or and something. it's so it's so
1: funny like being in, in that position where it's like okay like uh like I feel like I'm I'm like not improving at, at this 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 skill like this tangible skill of playing anymore but it's like to anyone on the outside it's like no nah, this is still insane like no one would notice it it's only like the actual player that's like oh I feel like I'm backtracking a little bit but it's like no nah, man you still fucking rip it up right <laughs> so it's so funny it's such a such a perspective game like that such a point of view scenario
2: it's always hmm. perspective everything is yeah. perspective yeah what
0: well, video games do you guys play
2: of <laughs> course uh, i'm i'm also i'm yeah, video <laughs> yeah. Games. Mark, we hear play we video hear video that our ears <laughs> oh, fine. finally finally good.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah getting to the good uh, i'm a, i'm a video game enthusiast i really love video games um so, what's your question what again? What
0: video games do you play? <laughs> what are you playing right now?
2: Well, what I'm playing right now. Um, I'm playing Octopath Travel. Oh, okay,
0: yeah, I've heard of that. I heard it's it's on Switch. So it's That's on, yeah.
2: RPG, an RPG game for the, uh-huh. the Switch.
1: Might have to check it out.
2: <laughs> and I'm playing Elden, Elden Ring.
0: Ring dude. Oh, yeah.
1: You know
2: what?
1: I hear some ass, ass crazy. Game. <laughs> oh,
2: that game is
0: insane.
2: It's insane! I love it. I Love it. My favorite game of all time. I see
0: people do these speed runs. Like you hear about it, they're like, "Yeah, this guy did it in like an hour." It's like, insane. What the fuck? Like I can't beat the first boss in an hour. And this mm. guy's just like runs right through right. it.
2: Right. <laughs> I'm I'm a, a h- hundred fifty hours in. And still not close <laughs> to the end. So
0: that's easy to do. That's Crazy, so Mark. Do you play video games at all?
3: Uh, well, not a lot, or not not as not as much as Evo does. Uh, but uh, yeah, occasionally a little bit. No, I'm I'm heavily playing. Um, uh, uh, what's it? Uh, GT Gran Turismo okay. right now. Uh, um, even though I'm not a I'm I'm not a sports game or car gamer normally but this one somehow stuck with me i I really like it and i um i just bought the second um what is it um horizon
0: yep i've heard good thanks
3: haven't haven't yet horizon forbidden west forbidden west exactly Mm -hmm. haven't yet had a chance to look at it but um looking forward to it so i'm I'm a playstation 5 gamer so uh yeah yeah everything that uh, comes on that platform sometimes switch with my kids right. but
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah heck yeah i got you into video games
1: pretty hard. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Doug, doug got me into video games i've been mm-hmm. i've been going hard at breath of the wild for for a long time that game is that game is incredible. Nice. Um, nice and now just yeah. i've been i've been too busy to kind of take on some other things but gonna have to uh just get back into some some things i have i have uh witcher 3 that i need to that i need to jump on uh, I also have a goal of just knocking out all the Zelda games too, so I, uh, so I need to kind of chip away at Skyward Sword, and uh, I, I have to find a way to play Wind Waker as well. So I'm that's kind of my goal. It's always, it's always I've always had a an affinity for for that uh, franchise. So gonna have to plow through those over time. It's yeah. great. I love it. <laughs> but.
2: But it's
3: so so hard. It's always something I I plan and then I see, you know, that game and then this game and then, you know, someone tells you about another game and I, I like, keep lists of games that I'd like to play. But I think the only thing that happens is that the list is getting bigger and bigger. And uh, at the end of the day, I end up, you know, watching someone playing the game on Twitch or on YouTube, but that's it. That's my maximum then most of the time, Uh, which is actually kind of sad. I'd love to, you know... Have the experience like I, I used to have in the days when when I was playing Final Fantasy for two hundred mm. hours or something. But yeah, somehow, somehow uh, I, I I don't have the time right I'm now. I don't you know. That, yeah, just quit your job. <laughs> yeah, probably. Problem. I salt. mean, I but you know the, the, the problem. The problem is I even have to write guitar parts for you though. That's you know Ooh!
1: that's, the issue. Oh, that's <laughs> a shot. <laughs> Okay, you got there. You got (laughs) there. It's funny. I love y'all's dynamic too. Y'all are y'all are fun. (laughs) I love the music. It's so. Oh, dude, heck yeah, dude. Because
0: I love synthwave, like Gunship, The Midnight, Dance Mm -hmm. with the Dead. Oh, dude, absolutely. and you fucking sprinkle some fucking metal in there, and we got a fucking thing here, dude. Can't can't go wrong with those two things. Goddamn, yeah, Yeah,
1: I love it. And and yeah, haven't really heard a lot of bands like that. So it's it's cool to cool to see this being tapped into. So heck yeah.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. So great yeah, to yeah. hear. Great to hear. Cool,
1: well, then. well heck on that note, it looks like we're it looks like we're kind of coming to time at this point. So, uh usually at the at the end we like to just kind of open up the floor to our guests just to kind of let all of our bronzies know. Those are bronze metal podcast listeners. So, let all of the bronzies know uh what our what our guests are kind of uh, getting into, where to find them, etc. So, so the floor is yours. Let uh let all of our listeners know where they can find you, what you got kind of on the on the, the horizon here and just anything that you want to share with them.
2: Well, you we are very Swiss. <laughs> we are very bad at those things. Believe me. I've done those things like for 20 years. And especially, you know, you, you guys in the US, you are so cool. We're talking. You, you, you're so, you can do that. You know, you know how to put it off. But we're always like, there's always this awkward silence. <laughs> and then we're like looking at each other. Um, yes, so okay, I'll try. I'll try. Bronzes, okay, bronzes, listen. <laughs> listen. Go to knighted, knightedband.com, and there you'll find all the links you need to uh, listen to our music on uh, YouTube or Spotify or on every uh, streaming platform on your uh, liking. And if you really, really dig our music, we would appreciate if you order a T-shirt, but it's fine if you don't, if you don't wear T-shirts, that's fine. So if you just leave a click, that would be amazing. Just listen to the music. That's great. And um, yeah, we're planning on releasing some uh, more songs until the album drops at the end of the year. And Yeah, our next song is releasing in two
0: weeks. Yeah, there we go. There we go.
3: Mark, do you have something to add? Yeah, I'm gonna try a completely (laughs) different take. Um, You know, go to our web store. I don't care if you listen or like the music, but you know, buy all all our merchandise because then we get the money. (laughs) And um, that's basically it. I'm happy with that. We covered all bases. We got the sweeps wow. <laughs> we- capitalists. Have- yeah. So we have both on um, the both sides now.
0: No one. No, I-
1: oh god. Well y- well y'all heard it. Y'all heard it from two completely different different perspectives. You can go and you can and you can buy it that you can go and follow them and listen to all their music, or you could just go and and not listen to their music at all and just buy all of their stuff. Just buy all their stuff. So, Bronzies, go check out Knighted. These dudes are awesome. Mark, Evo, thank you both so much for joining us. Bronzies, go check them out online. Go to their website. Listen to their music on Spotify. Follow them on socials. And uh, Bronzies, well, shit. Until next time, this has been Bronze Metal Podcast.